Anin Wabikwanin. That means hollow flowers in Ojibwe Moin, the Ojibwe language, and it's also the name of this podcast, all about learning the plants and language of this land. My name is Marissa Lee, I'm your host, and I'm here at the heart of Ojibwe country on the shores of Lake Superior or Anishinaabe Kichikuming. My laptop got wrecked a few days ago and I lost all of my pre-recorded like standard intro, outro, that kind of stuff. This episode is going to be super short and sweet because that's all I can handle right now. It's so dumb. I mean, most things I do are cloud-based and it just didn't occur to me to back up what I had done so far, which is only a few episodes anyway. But it still bummed me out, and that is so fitting because the topic that I picked for this week, the sort of theme within or related to the plant that I picked, is post-holiday slump, those kind of winter doldrums. And I can get kind of low feeling or blah feeling after anything that I've been looking forward to is over. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just when there's been this buildup of excitement and anticipation, then when it's over, you have to reset back down to kind of normal energy and excitement levels. And um, I think that's just getting back to a baseline, but it doesn't always feel great for me. And it hasn't been as bad this winter um, because it's been so nice out. It's beautiful. We have tons of snow and it's been pretty warm like around freezing in the past I don't know couple of weeks which is really nice because January can get into those sub-zero temperatures and be unpleasant to go outside Um, but still especially now with this hot cocoa disaster that occurred to my laptop (laughs) and my loss of my other files too like my InDesign files like my zine I'm not looking forward to rebuilding that, but I can do it. I created it once. It's not going to be that hard. It's just, it just makes me mad at myself. So what I used to do, um, when my kids were little and out of sorts was I called it hitting the reset button just to wipe away all of the tantrumy, grumpy, whatever, whatever was going on, or if they were fighting with each other or just whatever was up, we would hit the reset button often by putting them in the bathtub. It worked so well. And that actually works really well for me too. Um, or I'll use music to change my mood. Um, but probably my, the thing I use the most, and that's really the most, um, immediately accessible all the time. Cause I don't need anything to play music. I don't need um, to have time to soak in a bathtub is just to go outside and walk and get into nature and connect with plants and trees. And so the one I was thinking of for this week is shingub or balsam fir. It can also be called bigu undug or bapashkwatig. And we'll talk about what each of those names mean, but it's such a beautiful tree. It's all over around here. And, um, it's just 
has this tight compact form it's very pointy i mean it's that typical sort of christmas tree shape but even even more compact often than like a spruce being the other kind of triangle or conical shape like that um it's like a it's like a lance almost at the top especially the top like quarter to a third of the tree and um so the form of it makes it look sharp and pokey but when you get up close the actual needles on it are really soft and flexible and they have a blunt like rounded end to the needle and they're flexible you can squish them you can easily chew them up they're not hard and crunchy like a like a spruce needle um and even though um they attach all over the branch tips like on all sides of the branch tip they they line themselves up they flatten out into an an arrangement called two rank basically where there are two rows of needles across from each other on the branch tips sort of like if you picture how a feather has the the whatever the little feather pieces are called attaching to that central part that's what uh, a balsam fir tip is like. That's how the needles line up along each side of it. And so I think it speaks to that experience I have of feeling very like frazzled or like my energy is scattered. Um, and then you look at a balsam fir and it's all, all that's pulled back in. Um, just kind of okay, I'm going to compose myself and take a deep breath and stand up tall and put my shoulders back and kind of refocus. That's what I see when I look at Jingub. So the names, um, Jingub, I, again, it's kind of like that first plant we talked about, Jingwak, um, has the same beginning sound of flatness. So maybe it describes the, um, the way those needles are lining up in a flat way across from each other. Um, the ending of Jingub, that uh, ending comes up in other names of trees where we use the inner bark, um, like Wigub, basswood, or um, it's in it's tucked into the word for willow as well, Zisugubmish. Um, so I think that it's describing that inner bark or the layer inside. Um, and so with balsam fir, I don't know if that's talking about the pitch under the bark or the actual inner bark. Um, but jingle is the word I first learned for balsam fir. And then bigyuandug, bigyu means pitch. So bigyuandug is, um, pitch bow. Um, andug ending refers to, that's used for the names of a lot of uh, conifers and it refers to the bow or the, you know, the branches that are gathered for various purposes, um, which with balsam fir, that's like, um, it's kind of a blend of traditional living in the seasonal round with um, more modern uh, economic opportunity, I guess you could say, because it's a seasonal um, way to make money around here. You can, there's always signs up, we'll pay cash for balsam bells. And if you have access to land and 
um, the ability to go out in the woods in November and cut balsam boughs, you can basically get paid for that natural material that's just out there waiting to be gathered. Um, I've never done it, but I know a lot of people do. And that's used for wreath making. That's why that's why people are buying balsam boughs in November. So that's a bigu wandug, pitch bow. And then the other one that I learned is bapashkwatig. And that bapashk part refers to um, hitting, beating, pounding, and atig is the ending for tree. So bapashkwatig means pounded tree or beaten tree. And what I learned was that it refers to the wood being pounded to split it apart. One way that I learned to help identify balsam fir when I was first learning trees or mitigug, um, actually five years ago at the beginning of 2018, was that it um, the needles on the underside have little almost white stripes, these pale stripes underneath. Um, and that they're, the needles are flat. If you try to roll them between your fingertips, they won't roll. Where like spruce needles are sort of a square shape, like a four-sided shape, and they will roll between your fingertips. And um, that helped me, it really helped me learn this tree where I was in northern Minnesota at that time. But now, because I'm in northern Wisconsin, I also have to learn to distinguish it from hemlock. Um, because hemlock also has soft, flat, round-tipped needles, uh, but they're so much smaller. And when you get, when you see balsam fir and hemlock side by side, then it becomes much easier to tell them apart. And also the form of hemlock is totally different. It's a totally different shape. And we'll save hemlock for a different episode. You know, you can leave me a message by visiting anchor.fm slash marissa-lee, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. You could tell me what trees you're happy to see when you're out on winter walks or what you do to hit the reset button when you're in a bad mood and you just need to mix things up. Oh, you can also find me online at mywildwisconsin.org or on Instagram where I also post as mywildwisconsin and share the plants that I'm seeing on my little nature adventures. And I will catch you next week. 